0: Let's have a long talk. What's going on, everybody? We're back for episode number two. It is July 8th, and let's just get to the first segment, Birthday Buddies. Today's birthday, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is the most infamous actor ever. If you can do the six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon and you can be connected to anybody, it's ridiculous. There's a website built to it. Look it up. It's called Oracle And you can type in any actor and it'll tell you how many degrees of separation they are from Kevin Bacon. For example, I put Jean-Claude Van Damme. I figured they can't be in any movies together. Well, Jean-Claude Van Damme was in Kung Fu Panda 2. James Hong was in Kung Fu Panda 2 with Jean-Claude Van Damme. He was also in RIPD with Kevin Bacon. So Jean-Claude Van Damme has a bacon number of 2. Look it up. It's a ton of fun just to mess around with. And today is his birthday. So happy birth, 61st birthday to Kevin Bacon. Tomorrow Mr. Hanks himself, Toy Story 4, Woody, Tom Hanks, huge impact on everybody's life, obviously. I mean, come on, he's Woody, but I remember watching Toy Story. My son loves Toy Story. Thank you, Tom Hanks, and happy 63rd birthday. The 10th, Wednesday, Antonio Brown, former wide receiver of the Steelers, now on the Oakland Raiders, He turns 31. Very excited to see him on Hard Knocks this year with the whole Raiders team. Should be very interesting. The 11th, Thursday, Patrick Peterson of the Arizona Cardinals, the best cornerback in the game, no doubt. I don't care what anybody else says. He's a lockdown corner. He follows people around the field. Only cornerback to do that really nowadays there's not many of them left he is a true shutdown friday brock lesnar the beast brock lesnar is a wwe fighter he did fight in the ufc he was a ufc champ he is a wwe champ he was wrestling champ he is a physical freak just you know mexican vitamins kind of got him if you know what i mean The 13th, I'm going to skip that for right now. That's a special one. I'm going to go straight to the 14th. I'll get back to the 13th in a second. The 14th is Conor McGregor, UFC double champ, changed the game. He is one of the best trash talkers in sports, period. Put him up there with Ali. Put him up there with anybody you can think of. And not only does he talk the trash, but he usually backs it up. Happy 31st birthday, Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, by the way, Patrick Peterson is 29 and Brock Lesnar is 42. But Thursday, or the 13th, I mean, not Thursday, um, Saturday, the 13th, Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs would have been 28. He died on July 1st. He was a pitcher for the Angels. It hasn't came out what happened yet. They don't think foul play was involved. He was found unconscious in a hotel. Huge news. I've been watching it since it happened. Um, Very sad. He just got married this past offseason. Like I said, he was only 27. He would have been 28 on the 13th. Billy Epler, Epler, the GM of the Angels, had these things to say about him that I thought was extremely fitting and nice and just shows what type of impact he had on people's lives around him. So Billy Epler said he was an exceptional young man with an entire life so full of promise yet to live for some reason that is incomprehensible to all of us he lives on on now only in our minds and our hearts our team will never be the same without him but forever we've seen we've been made better by him I, if that doesn't get to you i mean it's it's a sport these are real people and seeing the tributes all of yesterday, they canceled the game. The day it happened, they, the Angels did play yesterday. Um, they 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 did win. They had his jersey hanging up in the locker room. Um, the Washington Nationals, Patrick Corbin came up with him through the minor leagues and everything, and he um, wore number forty five in honor of him and wrote forty five on in the pitcher's mound before he pitched. It Super emotional, just. It, too young uh, to have happened. I'm at a loss for words. But he would have been 28, and just, it's a shame. But this is supposed to be a fun show. So let's shake that off, and we'll move on to our next section. On this day, on this day, in July 8th, 1800, Dr. Benjamin Waterhouse gave the first cowpox vaccine in the U.S. to his son to try to prevent smallpox. I don't know why we're getting away from vaccines in this country. Don't know. I don't understand it. Please vaccinate your kids. But (laughs) thanks to Dr. Benjamin Waterhouse, we have gotten rid of smallpox. So obviously I think vaccines work. July 8th, 1947, reports of a UFO crashing at Roswell are broadcasted. This goes back to episode one when we were talking aliens. I swear I don't talk aliens all the time. I don't. I don't. (laughs) It might seem like it because of the first two episodes. But, obviously, July is just an alien month. I don't know what to tell you. But in 1947, there was reports in the Roswell, I think it was the Examiner, that showed an article saying that a UFO crash-landed in Roswell on a farm they air force agreed the government agreed until the next day when it was retracted and it was a then a weather balloon there is the air force official explanation now is something called project mogul where they had they were trying to pick up the audio from they would put a microphone on a weather balloon fly it over and see if what type of testing um the soviet union was doing um they're analyzing explosions it's called project mogul very interesting i just learned about it look it up Um, but that's their official explanation of the ufo crashing at roswell who knows what actually happened if we want to believe one way or the other fine with me i'm not saying that ufos are definitely visiting us i'm just saying that the galaxy is the universe is too big for there not to be ufos Um, but that's all the ufo talk i'm done no more i I swear no more ufo talk for at least a month (laughs) i promise this is a story all about how my son is just a jerk so this story is super fresh just got a call from my wife And my son went to daycare today. He goes to daycare a couple times a week. Has a ton of fun. It's great. We get to relax. I get to record podcasts. It's awesome. All right. Well, my son decides that when he's home, he has no interest of using the potty. I don't know what it is. He doesn't like it. For whatever reason, he just he just won't go. It's very rarely. We can get it sometimes here and there, but on a regular basis, it just doesn't happen. I brought him there yesterday. My wife goes to drop him off today. Our daycare provider tells my wife that He's been going on the potty. He was. He went every time. Every time they line up, they go to make sure, just to try to go. Just to, you know, she has multiple kids over there, and the, so they all line up and they'll try to go. And she just puts them on the potty. And he went every time yesterday. Every time. What? No, no. <laughs> Do that here. <laughs> Do that here. I'm tired of changing diapers. <laughs> like. You have no idea. I'm so tired of changing diapers. Just, I don't know what we have to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him every 15 minutes from now on because I know we can do it. And our daycare provider literally thought that this is just a normal occurrence. Like he does this at home all the time. My wife had to tell her, and like, no, like he won't do it at home. Like it just so. That's the focus now for the rest of um, this week for me when he is home and the weekend and the next week because I'm I'm done changing diapers. I'm putting my foot down right here with you guys. I'm officially I am done changing diapers. We are gonna have a potty trade kid, ASAP. Let's go. Let's have a long talk about sports. sports. All right, guys, I just want to start with the greatest champion in sports. And no, it is not John Jones. No, it's not Amanda Nunez. It is Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut on the 4th of July put down 71 hot dogs, three fewer than the record. He had no competition. I think if somebody was actually close to him, we would have saw him break the record. But the second closest person was Darren Breeden at 50. He beat him by 21 hot dogs. 21 more hot dogs. Joey Chestnut is the greatest champion in sports, and there's no doubt about it. That dude is a freak. But on the women's side, Mickey Sudo won again. She put down 31 hot dogs in 10 minutes and her teammate and training partner actually came in second at 26 and a half so that one was a lot closer oh and I did have to let you guys know so like I said the record for men's was 74 and I think Joey Chestnut could have beat it if he had somebody challenge him but the women's side I told you it was 45 hot dogs before by Mickey Sudo it's actually by Sonia Thomas who's the a great eater I don't think she uh, competes anymore though she was the black widow but She holds the record, not Mickey Sudo, but Mickey Sudo did put down 31 hot dogs and won again for another title. Let's get to the UFC though. These fights were awesome. I'm gonna let you know (laughs) right away. My picks were terrible, just terrible. I got two out of five, 40% correct. So let's see. First fight of the main car was Diego Sanchez, Michael Chiesa, I picked this fight uh, correctly. This is one of the ones I got correct. But uh, Michael Chiesa, welterweight, 30-26 on all three cards. He dominated Diego. He dominated him. Really not much to say, but I did get this one right. So that's one for me. Ding. Jan Blahovitch. I think I said that right this time. Versus Luke Rockhold. Jan cracked him with, I believe it was a left hand. Luke Rockhold just needs to retire at this point. He got knocked out again a minute and 39 seconds into the second round. He was looking good, I guess, a little bit before that, but he's been knocked out too much. Dana White said as well that he should retire. He needs to hang it up. He broke his jaw as well, supposedly. Um, so that's something to look out for. If he doesn't retire, he's going to be out for a while. <laughs> the most surprising fight of the night Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren I said that this would be a oh I got Luke Rockhold wrong by the way that I picked Luke Rockhold to win that one and now I'm telling him he should retire so wow yeah (laughs) great choice Mike wrong but back to Jorge Masvidal Jorge Masvidal demolished Ben Askren in uh, UFC record, five seconds. Yes, I said that. You heard that correctly. Five seconds. He came across, ran straight at him, threw a flying knee. Askren ducked into it, and it was only five seconds because the ref couldn't get there it, any quicker. It was ridiculous. Um, definitely didn't expect that. And I thought Askren was going to win a decision, bring him to you know, bring him down, keep taking him down. But Masvidal had the perfect game plan, and it worked crazy. Craziness. Knockout of the night, obviously. Wrong. Amanda Nunez versus Holly Holm. There's another one I got wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Holly Holm was looking good. It was a close fight. Everything was going well. And then Amanda Nunez, out of nowhere, throws... One of Holly Holm's favorite moves in MMA, a head kick. She lands a perfect head kick, rocks Holly Holm, and then finishes her off. She Holly Holm, if nothing happened at that end, she would have been all right. But Amanda Nunes follows it up with a huge punch while she's on the ground. And it was over from there. She tried Holly Holm, tried standing up, was a little wobbly. So it was definitely a good stoppage. Amanda Nunez is the greatest. She is the greatest women's fighter of all time.
1: Of all all time. time.
0: I remember back when Rana Rousey was doing all this stuff in the game and just dominating women just like Amanda Nunez is now. Everybody was calling for her to fight a man on the other side. Mostly joking, but thinking that, hey, basically just saying that this woman can probably beat up most men. in Nunez, I have no doubt she can beat up a 125-pound, 135-pound man. Like, you give her somebody on the bottom mid-tier bantamweights on the men's side and I have no doubt she'll win that fight she is terrifying I would not want to fight her (laughs) but to the main main event John Jones versus Tiago Santos I did pick this one correctly but it was still a shocker and it definitely wasn't as dominant as I thought it would be John Jones did win a split decision and lost 47 to 48 on one judge's card and won 47 on the other two this fight it was a good fight Santos started strong he was winning the first round he definitely won the first round i think all three judges gave him the first round in the second round when it began john jones kicks and you can see santo's leg buckle a bit um looks like he hurt his knee i'm not sure exactly what i don't think they know yet but didn't it just you know it was a tough fight From then on, obviously, but John Jones took you know he he stood up with him. He wasn't wrestling as much. He said that he wanted to beat him at his own game. Honestly, it's like when Anderson Silva was dominating and he was just clowning people in there. I think John Jones is just bored because there's nobody that can that that is supposed to beat him. Um, I mean, obviously, this one was close, and I don't. And if he wrestled, maybe it wouldn't have been as close. But John Jones is the greatest MMA fighter ever. He's talking about now maybe the winner of Cormier and Miacic at heavyweight for that belt. I would love to see Miacic and John Jones fight at heavyweight. That would be an amazing fight. I'm not interested in seeing Cormier and John Jones again for the third time because... John Jones has Cormier's number. Cormier is the best fighter ever. If John Jones didn't exist, he's he's a solid number two. He, but he's number two. John Jones has his, has his number. It's just it's unfortunate, but it's true. He is undefeated versus everybody not named John Jones. But let's cut to a little bit of baseball. <laughs> Um, I'm a huge baseball fan. If you guys don't know, I played baseball my whole life and we're, I'm a huge Cubs fan, you know, go Cubs, but we're at the midway point. I'm recording this. I, like I said, on the seventh. So the games haven't finished today. So there's one more game before the all-star break. But I have to get those out to you guys. So you'll just have to deal with being a game short of these exact numbers. But I'm going to give you a standings update. We're going to talk about who's leading the league in key categories. And then we're going to talk about the home run derby, which is tomorrow. And I'm going to give you a prediction on that. Hopefully my prediction on the home run derby goes better than my UFC predictions. Let's see. We'll start with the standings in the NL Central. Which is the Cubs division. The Cubs are leading the division. It's funny because they won yesterday. They beat the White Sox yesterday, which is was Saturday. He um but they were back half a game back. But now they're half a game ahead of the Brewers. The NL East, we got the Braves leading that division over the Phillies. Phillies spent so much money with Bryce Harper, and they're six games back of the Braves. Not what philadelphia expected in the first year with bryce harper the west as always the dodgers are leading that division rockies are in second but they're 14 and a half games back obviously i think the dodgers are going to win that division i think the braves hold on in the east and obviously the cubs are going to win the nl central and the world series al central the twins lead the division indians are six and a half games back I think the twins will hold on to that lead. I don't think the Indians have enough to catch them, especially after I saw them lose 13 to zero against the Baltimore Orioles, who are the worst team in baseball. But they lost 13 to two games in a row. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what the Orioles were doing, but um, it gives me little faith in the Indians. AL East, the Yankees are in the lead boston is not in second it is the rays the tampa bay rays are seven and a half games back yankees are definitely going to win that division and the astros are going to win their division over the athletics which is the al west they're also seven and a half games back so let's move on to league leaders league leaders some surprising names at the top that i honestly didn't even really know average 356 average the new york mets jeff mcneil home runs Christian Yelich leads with 31 for the Milwaukee Brewers. Pittsburgh's Josh Bell with 84 RBIs is the league leader and we'll talk about those two later. Spoiler alert. Stolen bases Adalberto Mondesi, who I believe is Raul Mondesi's son. He's the stolen base leader for the Kansas City Royals, where Raul Mondesi did play, um, and he leads with 28. And let's go over to the pitching side. The Chicago White Sox have Lucas Giolito, who's uh, drafted by the Washington Nationals, a team close by here, and been to plenty of their games. But he was drafted by the Nationals, traded to the White Sox, and he leads the league and is tied for the league, league lead with lance Lynn of the rangers with 11 wins already hyunjin ryu i think that's how you say his name leads the league in era with a 1.73 era for the dodgers max scherzer 181 strikeouts already at the halfway point max scherzer is a monster earlier this year if you guys didn't see he was taking batting practice the day before he was supposed to pitch, was just laying down bunts, practicing his bunts. Took one off the face, broke his nose. Pitched the next day, and pitched a gem. Guy's tough, tough as nails. And San Diego Padres though Kirby Yates leads the league in saves with twenty nine. <laughs> Move to the home run derby. Home run derby is so fun to watch. If you, it was much better. Chris Berman was a ton of fun to watch. Where you, he'd always give great commentary on it every home run back 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 and if you haven't watched it watch some old ones with chris berman on there but home run derby ton of fun to watch we have they do it in a in a bracket format format now so the seeds you have the one seed versus the eight seed the two seed versus the seven seed three six four five um it goes you know that's how it goes now and we'll start from the top Christian Jelic, who, like I said, is the league leader with 31 home runs, he is going up against Vladimir Guerrero Jr., youngest contestant in the home run derby, under 21. He's 20 years and some odd days old, and he only has eight home runs, but he did get called up late. He is a hitting Wizard, just like his dad. I mean, his his. If you're learning from Vladimir Guerrero how to hit a baseball, you're going to be pretty good. But he's going up against Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich is definitely going to win that. Um, it's. I doubt that there's any upset in the making there. Christian Yelich can hammer a baseball. It's why he leads the league. The number two seed Pete Alonzo of the Mets is going up against Carlos Santana of the Indians. Pete Alonso has 29 home runs. He's third in the league. Carlos Santana has 19 home runs, and he is tied for 32nd in the league. I've got Pete Alonzo winning this matchup. He is the two seed, 29 home runs already. And then after that, we got Josh Bell, fourth overall in home runs with 27, going up against Ronald Acuna Jr., the phenom from the atlanta braves 20 home runs tied for 19th in the league another just prodigy there's so many good young players in baseball now it's a ton of fun to watch but i do have josh bell winning this one he has hit a 471 foot home run this year so i i really like josh bell's power next up we got alex bregman versus jock peterson alex bregman's tied for 11th jock peters with 23 home runs jock peterson's got 20 tied for 19th overall and these two it's it's a coin flip you know it's a coin flip but i will take jock peterson to upset alex bregman in the second round i've got christian yelich going up against jock peterson christian yelich you you're the dude has a knack for hitting home runs obviously he's 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 the favorite he's moving on enough said josh bell going up against josh bell going up against pete alonzo pete alonzo is the favorite in this matchup but i am gonna take josh bell josh bell christian yelich final is what i want to see and i'm gonna take the upset here and i'm gonna take josh bell the number three seed to win the whole thing this year Let's lock it in. It's definitely going to happen, obviously, because my UFC picks were so right. So why would you not trust me? Josh Bell, lock it in. Home Run Derby champion 2019. Let's go. Update. So breaking news. (laughs) Ignore what I said about Christian Yelich. He is out of the Home Run Derby. hurt his back. He is out of the Home Run Derby. Matt Chapman of the Athletics is going to take his place and be the number one seed. So here's a little bit of an update. That of Christian Yelich beating Vlad Guerrero Jr. I have Vlad Guerrero Jr. beating Matt Chapman. And I thought that was Vlad Guerrero's toughest matchup. So I think he will move on and he will face Josh Bell in the finals with Josh Bell winning. (laughs) hey guys so first off i just want to say i'm hearing great things about spider-man great things everybody should go see it like i said i'll probably see it in the next couple weeks because i hate crowded theaters but i'm hearing amazing things so i hope you went to go took my advice from last week and saw that but i did just see toy story 4 today brought my son to go see it with my wife and that movie is amazing it is so good it lives up to the first three obviously i grew up with them you grew up with them probably everybody knows toy story we talked about tom hanks well toy story 4 it brings you on a journey (laughs) let me tell you it is a journey the little plush animals in that are hilarious it pulls at the heartstrings. My wife was literally bawling at the end of the movie. Literally bawling. It, it was hilarious. So funny. She was so upset. It is such a tearjerker moment. But it's, it's such a good movie. Declan did great. He did great in there. He um, ate a ton of popcorn. He loves it he we had the seats that were pretty comfortable we were all the way in the back shelby picked all the way in the back Um, ended up being a probably a good thing because declan would have probably been all over climbing if we weren't so great job to shelby on that one but he um he he loved the movie He, he sat there quietly throughout the thing except for he would say bye every time the trailer would end and when we were getting ready for the movie and he was laughing hysterically. if somebody laughs on like a cartoon or anything he laughs with them, and it's so funny he definitely did that but he was quiet he wasn't crying he wasn't fussing too much so we get to actually enjoy the movie and it was extremely enjoyable go watch it go see it in theaters toy story 4 that that's my suggestion for this week go watch toy story 4 it's awesome and that's the show folks i appreciate you all for listening to the long talk if you have any suggestions for new topics for something you want to hear me talk about for somebody you want me to have on hit me up on facebook instagram twitter email me wherever you want to call me if you have my number i don't care just let me know we're gonna have some good discussions next week probably talk about nba free agency going down and i appreciate you guys Thank you guys for having a long talk with me.